Welcome to C3 Church Tubber. You're about to hear a message from our senior pastor, Julie Oldfield. Get ready to be inspired to live your best life. It's such a beautiful privilege to have children, to have family. You know, every single life is important to God. Right now, your life is important. Not only did he say that he knew us before he formed us in our mother's wombs, but his word also said that he knew every day of our life, and it's written in a book that he reads every day. Every day when you wake up, there is a page that is turned in heaven for the next day that you will live on this earth. And it's according to whether you are in alignment with God and his plans and his purposes for your life, whether you know the King of Kings and the Lord of Lords and the mighty God, if you're going to actually walk out what's written for you. Because you can make your own book. You can just think that life is when you came onto this earth and life finishes when you leave this earth and you're going to write your own book. Thank you very much. But you know what I've found? I've found when I've tried to write my own book, I've made a mess. I've made a mess of it. And the first part of my life was like that, just trying to write my own book because I had no knowledge of God. I had no knowledge of a plan or a purpose for my life. I was raised in a home that was a non-Christian home. It was a good home, but it was a non-Christian home. And, and I, I had lots of questions, lots of questions but no answers, lots of ideas and theories. You know, you work out theories as you grow up. You come up with different different ideals and you look at different answers and different perspectives perhaps different religions different different ways of life and begin to search them and I did that I looked at Buddhism and I looked at you know a new age movement I looked at different things because I knew inside of myself that there not only was there something missing in my life but there was a plan that I was out of whack with I felt like I was, I felt like there was a plan for my life, but I couldn't quite get on the right road. You know, the Bible says, I know the plans that I have you, says the Lord. They are plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you a hope and a future. And I knew that there was a hope and a future for me. But I didn't quite know how to get on the right road to that. And even though my life was successful in many ways, according to what we would call success in this world, there was still this emptiness inside of me. There was still a void that said, you're not quite getting it. I felt like there was a message inside of me that had never been spoken or never been heard. I felt there were songs, because I was an entertainer, I was a singer and a dancer, and I felt there were songs inside of me that had never been written and never been sung, that I had never heard. And I was looking in the scriptures this morning, and it's Hebrews 11 and verse 8. It says, we're talking about faith. We're going through a season of faith in the church at the moment. And it says, by faith, Abraham went called to go to a place he would later receive as his inheritance. You notice here that it says he would later receive as his inheritance? So he was called to go somewhere different to the path that he was on. And he, and he wasn't going to receive that inheritance straight away. He would later receive that inheritance. But he had to make a choice way back here 
about that inheritance that he was going to receive. He said he obeyed and went, even though he did not know where he was going. You know, sometimes there's choices and decisions in life that we have to make that are totally in the dark. You know, we don't quite understand why we have to make them or where we're going to go, but we do know we have to make changes and choices. You know, Peter, I was praying for you this morning, and I just feel right now in your life, Peter, there's a change coming. There's a bend coming in the road, and it's a woman. And Lord spoke to me this morning. He said, tell Peter he's not going to be alone for the rest of his life, but I'm going to give him another wife. And she may not be as good as the first wife. She'll never compare to her because she is a woman and she will never take the place of her in your heart. But this wife that he's going to give you will fulfill you for the rest of your days on earth. And it's just around the corner. And the Lord says to have hope. Have hope and believe because there are greater days ahead of you than have been behind you. Amen? Amen. So... It says here, by faith he made his home in the promised land like a stranger in a foreign country. Sometimes the choices we, we make in our lives may feel strange at first. But sometimes stepping out of our comfort zones, out of the places of familiarity, are hard for us, but they pay off in the long run. He lived in tents as Isaac did and Jacob, who were heirs with him in the same promise. The, the choices that we make in our lives right now don't affect us, just us. But they actually affect everyone around us and who comes after us. For generations, the choice that you make, even today in this building right now, could affect the generations to come for many, many, many generations. Because it says he, for he was looking forward to the city and foundations whose architect and builder is God. And by faith, even Sarah, who was past childbearing age, was enabled to bear children because she considered him faithful who made the promise. And so from this one man... And he, as good as dead, came descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky and as countless as the sand on the seashore. Now, what was this choice that Abraham had to make? Well, we know from Scripture that Abraham was a very wealthy man, that he lived in a very wealthy house, that he had servants and maids and he had everything at his beck and call. And the Lord came to him one day and said, I want you to go to a place that you know not. I'm not telling you where you're going. I just want you to pack up, not take all your possessions, not take all the stuff with you, but just go. And I'm going to tell you where you're going on the journey. You know, sometimes in our lives, there's that place that comes. And I think it comes many times in our lives. Opportune moments, divine moments where we, we need to make a choice, and they're hard choices. You know, maybe God won't call you to leave all your riches and, and leave your beautiful homes to go where he needs you to go. This is a metaphor we're talking about of a spiritual condition. 
We're talking about this morning a spiritual condition inside of me that there comes a time in our lives and many opportunities in our lives where God says, I want you to go this way. And it's uncomfortable. It's unfamiliar. It's dark. It's scary. We don't know what it holds for us, but we've got to make the choice. Otherwise, we stay right where we are. And although everything around us seems comfortable and we can keep buying things and, you know, dressing nice and wearing nice things and having nice jobs and having the appearance of everything fine in our comfortable Western life. But, but we all have to come to that place and say, this does not satisfy me, not fully. You know, I go buy that new lounge and I feel good for a couple of days until the grandkids come over and vomit on my white lounge. It's temporary. Stick it in the washing machine, I do. Wash it. No, the cover. Cover. Spoken like a true man. What put the lounge in the washing machine? Obviously never washed a thing in his life. <laughs> Lucky you married my daughter. Who does? It's just temporary stuff. You know, inside of us, we have to admit to this insatiable hunger and thirst that we have for another city whose, whose architect and builder is God. You know, this isn't all that there is, this life. No matter how comfortable we make it, no matter how many good deeds we do, no matter how much we pretend to be happy, we are made for another place. And that place is eternal. And the choices that we make right now in this life will prepare us for eternal life. You know, it's not just a faraway place where we go and we just float around like spirit beings forever and ever and eternity is real there is another world there is another place whose architect and builder is God and right now he's preparing a place for you you know we, we were looking at a, a newspaper clipping yesterday my husband and I and it was it was a newspaper clipping of a guy that I used to be in a band with. And it, back in the 70s, there were, it, we got one, one single that went to the top. It was number one. <laughs> one single. 15 minutes of fame. And, um, and, so, and this guy, I'm reading in this article, this is like since the 70s, has been going after that ever since. He got one shot at it. You know, we got a single. We went our separate ways. I did my thing. Him and the band did another thing. And he never made it again. Then we see in the paper this week that finally he's got another single that's gone to the top, top of the charts, outselling Coldplay. I don't know how, because I think he's terrible. I anyway, won't tell you who he is. And, um, and he's 65 years old. And I'm looking at this face of this man, 
who's never received salvation, who never found the plan of God for his life, and at 65 years old, he looks just as unfulfilled as he did, you know, 30, 40 years before when we had a hit single. He's, he's still stuck. He's still chasing after dreams. And I'm not saying that dreams aren't right to chase after. Because as Andrew said before, seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added unto you. Every dream that you have in your heart, every desire of your heart, you'll find a lot of them are put there by God anyway. And here I am, I'm in the same place as him. You know, I'm chasing after fame, I'm chasing after fortune in my life, chasing after the big dream, being the big star and And I'm getting there, I'm climbing the ladder, I'm winning awards, I'm getting this, I'm getting that. And inside of me, I'm I'm unfulfilled. And, And it starts to stir up, that divine moment, that opportune moment starts to stir up inside of me. And I know that a choice has to be made, but I don't know how to make it. I know that a path has to be found, but I don't know where the path is. And I start asking questions, do you believe in God? I ask people. And they give me all their theories and all their theologies and you know all their roads that lead to God and I tried them all still sat there totally unsatisfied there's got to be more to life than this there has to be more than this I've got fame I've got the crowds clapping me cheering me I've got recording deals I've got all this happening and yet inside I'm lonely I'm alone and I am totally unfulfilled in my life I feel like I'm walking someone else's path. This is the path that just sort of just happened, out of control. But I'm not in control of my own life. I don't. I want to know where I'm going. So I begin to cry out: Is there a God? Is there a God? And in in a lonely hotel room in the middle of Singapore, crying out, Jesus Christ appeared to me. I didn't even know who He was. Never even heard his name. And this face appeared in a cloud in my room. The most beautiful face you'd ever see in your life. He's real. I've seen him. White hair, white beard, eyes like the deepest sea. Eyes that look right through you and see inside you. Eyes that go to the very core of your being. They look, these eyes that look past all your faults, all your mistakes, all your pain. These eyes that look through every pretense that you put up to pretend to be happy. And these eyes find you, the treasure the one that was with him before the beginning of time, the one that was with him in heaven before you even came to this earth, the soul, the spirit of you, he goes and he finds it. And he draws it out of you. And as I looked into these eyes that seemed to go forever, and he looked into my eyes, all I could say was, you're real. You're real. And he said, speak my name and you'll be saved. I went to say, I don't know your name. 
And that inside of me, the Bible says, rivers of living water flow from the very most innermost parts of your being. It was like a bubbling up of something. And then out of my mouth, I spoke, Jesus. And as I said his name, it was like my whole life made sense. It was like everything suddenly made sense. And I could see the path that he had set for me. My, I made sense. I made sense. My existence made sense. The very reason I was put on this earth made sense to me. And he said, follow me. I didn't know where to. I didn't know where I was going. It was a strange land. But I called up my agents. I called up my management. Cancel me off your books. I have something else to do. I don't know what it is yet. I don't know where I'm going. But I know it's not this. And I was up for a mole ward that week. Cancel your mole ward. I don't want it. I have to follow this man. I don't know where. I don't know how. But I'm going to follow him. Whatever it takes. My whole life changed from that choice. And now 31 years later, <laughs> you think I'm one happy girl? When I look at that newspaper clipping and I see that 65-year-old wrinkled up man with nothing to show for his life. And yet I know that I could stand before Jesus Christ right now and eternally be satisfied with what I've done with mine. Seek first the kingdom of God and all these things will be added to you. There's a time of choices. There's a time of divine moments. You might be in this place today and you've never accepted Jesus as your Lord and Savior. And I'm talking and, I'm, and you're just going, it makes sense to me. I've looked at religion. I've looked at religious places. You know what? After I saw Jesus... And I met with him. I went to look for him in the church. And of course, over there, there weren't churches like this at that time in Singapore, in Asia. And I go into the church and I saw them doing all this stuff. Sit up, stand up, sit down, wave this, do that, say this, do that. They're all doing the stuff. And I walked in there and I went, he's not here. I don't know what they're doing or who they're doing it to but he's not here. Because I know what it feels like when he's in the room. And so I knew that it, right then in that moment was the desire in my heart. He planted a desire to have a church where he lived, where he was, where men and women could meet with him face to face and religion would not stop them. And rules and regulations would be gone. And love would permeate every part of that place. Right now, you're in this place. You're in God's lounge room. Your father is here. and You may have been a Christian and not just lost it through looking at other people, through looking at circumstances, through looking at the way people do stuff. Stop looking at people. Look at him. Find his eyes. Find his face. Follow him. You weren't called to follow a person or a church or a denomination or a religious activity, you're called to follow Jesus Christ. 
Amen. Jesus Christ. Let's all stand to our feet in this place right now as the music team comes and sings, I am yours. Thanks. Lord, we thank you right now, right across this room, as every eye is closed right now, that the Spirit of God is hovering. If people could just not move around for just a second, everybody just stay still for a minute. Thank you. Just give me a minute here. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord. Every eye closed right across this room. Because the Spirit of God is here and the presence of God is here. You know, Jesus said, whenever two or more are gathered in my name, there I will be in the midst of them. And he is here right now. The one that I saw 31 years ago is in this room. And his eyes are looking at you right now. Through the crowds, through the people, he's looking right into your heart. He's saying, my son, my daughter, it's been too long. Today, make a choice for me for the rest of your life, for the generations to come. For the generations to come. The choice that you make right now may affect thousands of years of generations of your family. Even if you're a young person right now, don't wait till you have children to make the choice. Make it now. Make it now. God, whatever is past is past. I'm going another way. Like Abraham, I'm leaving my past behind and I'm taking a new path. The Lord says, when you receive Jesus as your Lord and Savior, behold, the old has passed away and the new has come. He makes all things new. It doesn't matter what age you are. You may be five, you may be 105, but He makes all things new inside your heart right now. A brand new start, a brand new day, a hope and a future in Jesus' name. Now with every eye closed, I'm going to pray a prayer right now. And if you really you really mean this prayer in your heart today it will change for you just like it changed for me see he just said this he said to me speak my name and you will be saved and out of the innocence of a childlike heart I just said Jesus and I was saved we're going to pray a prayer right now as a congregation and if you say that you look into the eyes of him and say it to him, you will be born again. You will be saved. You'll have a fresh new start right now. And your life will change. You will get onto that path that he's called you to get onto today. In Jesus' name. Let's just pray this prayer together. Jesus, I see you, I feel you, I believe in you, you are the Son of God, you are the Saviour of my soul, today I commit my life to you, I choose you, I will follow you. Give me the path for my life. I commit the rest of my life to you. And into eternity. Forgive me of all my sin. Wash me clean. Give me a brand new start. In Jesus' name. Amen. Lord, I pray. 
whoever prayed that prayer today from the bottom of their hearts, God, you know them. You see them. You know their every thought. You know them, God, in the innermost parts of their hearts. I ask that you would draw them to yourself by your mighty spirit. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' hope you enjoyed listening to this message. For more information on what you've just heard or how to visit us, go to c3telgra.org.au. We hope to see you at church soon.